Yeah! Let's go! Happy birthday to Clinton's dad, who loves baseball. Earl Yates, and Chief. Naps, Love this guy. And yes. Chief, is that his nickname? That's a good His nickname. best friend calls him the Chief, yes. All right. Well, is he like the police chief or the fire chief no, or anything, just, anything exciting like that? He's in charge. That's the, it was in <laughs> his better. mind. That is, his it's, mind, it's, yes. it's, it's earned. It's <laughs> yes. not given to him by some entity. It's earned along the exactly. way. Exactly. I love it. All right. Um, don't forget, even – see, Clinton, I like doing shows with you for a variety of different reasons, but mm-hmm. I really like that you embrace kind of the Ask Slee of it all. Oh, that yeah. you said yesterday, we're going to do Ask Yates again tomorrow, right? Typically, Absolutely. we don't on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but we are today. We're going to do Ask Yates coming up uh, next. We'll do that uh, at 12.15, so make sure that you send those in along the way. It is 2 22-22, so our, our favorite duos. We had Shaq and Kobe, Magic and Kareem, Koufax, Drysdale. Uh, somebody had Chick Hearn and Vin Scully. That's a pretty good duo here in town. Okay. Um, who else am I leaving off the list? Uh, we talked about I mean, locally, though. See, locally is your bag because I haven't been here as long. So, But also, you know, this- Trav, we discovered this morning that both you and oh, I yes. were number 22 in college. Yeah, how about that? The best that? duo you know? of all. How about that? Did yeah, you, you know, pick it for any particular time. reason, or were you just gifted it? And, <laughs> no, and you, she okay. picked you it because it? she was going to one day be able to talk yeah. to the great Travis Rogers. Uh, I thought yeah. of Travis Rogers, a, a gaucho. Pro- no, I th- <laughs> it was because of Taylor Swift. And I was like, I really want to have okay, the number 22 gonna, I, I never Taylor wore 22. Swift. I was 21. If, 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 if the Taylor Swift of it all is ruining it for me. Wow. And I needed, yeah. So also by the size, like they, they did numbers by size for a while, like like. In, in high school and stuff, numbers by size, and so I sure. always needed like a higher size. So I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll right. do twenty-two. And then in college, you know, I got stuff fitted, but I was like, "I really like I like the number twenty-two already." So you anyway. kept it. Very did well. you and have a favorite number fish. as a as a player, Clinton? Did you always pick the? Same I wore one two one. Could? Yeah, I wore twenty-one in all three sports because of uh, Deion Sanders. That's why. I wore oh, okay. Yeah. I thought maybe yeah. you were going to go Clemente or something like that. I no, know you're a baseball no, guy, so I know, but he's. I mean, I never watched. I mean, I like Clemente. I never watched Clemente play. You know what I'm saying? When you're a kid, that's sort of a different kind of influence. You know, a lot of guys, a lot of good players in the two one fraternity. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan days. along the way. Yeah, yeah I, I was a 22 because the guy, when I was a sophomore in high school, the guy on the varsity team, the senior pitcher, Eric Grubin, if you're out there anywhere, he was number 22. I'm like, that looks pretty good on that. I guy. want that. Yeah, I want that. I get it. I want that to be my thing. And, that's and cool. sure enough, that's how it goes. All right. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Aaron Rodgers. You said something this morning when we were talking, uh, Yates, that I, I couldn't agree with more, that Rodgers needs attention like most people need oxygen, yep. right? That, that he just thrives on eyeballs and, and hearing people speak his name. And, and my instinct, much like when somebody says, oh, you know what TV show you like? It's like, well, whatever you're about to say next, I'm going to go out of my way not to watch it. So <laughs> pick, pick carefully. Um, Choose wisely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, I, I typically don't want to give it to him, but this is it, it, his little note about Shane, Shailene Woodley. Thanks for having our relationship and you know this, that. And he talked about his quarterback teammates. He talked about the Friday night gang and all these Thanks for the memories. It sounded like a goodbye letter, which normally yeah. I wouldn't really wouldn't have a ton of interest in, except for I just not in a million years is he done playing football, which means if he's leaving Green Bay, where is he going? And there's a big fat vacancy up the road in San Francisco that Real makes big. a whole hell of a lot of sense. San Francisco 49ers could end up with Aaron Rodgers, and that would be a real problem for the Los Angeles Rams, is what you're yep. getting at, draft. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at because the Niners give the Rams trouble like nobody else, 
and they did it with a quarterback that on his best day was average. If, if you gave them a quarterback who's highly functional, what does that look like? It looks good is what it looks like. But you know what doesn't look good? Again, Aaron Rodgers. You came out of a 12-day juice cleanse. You're intensely grateful. Who cares about this stuff? I mean, I, I don't want to sound like a jerk because I know that we talk all the time about, like, athletes being willing to show themselves in their personal lives and we want personality. This is not personality. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's that, what's that, 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 that prompt they used to put on Twitter all the time, which is like watching Mad Men is not a personality or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these kinds of things do not make up actual interest in a human being. You're just right. private details of your life that we're sort of forced to listen to because of the job that you do. And it's like, all right, man, whatever. Now, back to the football. Would be kind of intriguing for him to be in the division. I don't necessarily know that that makes them Super Bowl favorites, but – if you're thinking about, I don't know, the Sean McVays of the world who might walk away or whatever, do you look at this as a challenge that he wants to do or do you look at this as something that could you know, push him out two years later if it turns out that Rodgers is wrecking shop for the Niners? Well, I just it, it feels to me like one more thing that I have to go through that was already probably the most difficult thing that they had to go through. Like, look, the, the fact of the matter is the Rams beat just about everybody with yeah. the exception of the 49ers. Like this, this idea that Tom Brady may come to the Niners, that's out there too, right? That he may decide sure. to leave Tampa, get a trade and all these things. That one doesn't put the, the, the fear in me the way that Rodgers does because Tom Brady, the Rams have played him three times since he, since he went to Tampa. They beat him all three times and beat him yep. decisively all three times. It, it wasn't that they didn't they, – they I mean, they got a little lucky in the one, but it wasn't because Tom Brady was doing anything to him. It's because they couldn't hold on to the ball right. for themselves. Um, Aaron Rodgers is a little bit of a different animal. And, and that team with his thing, with the, the Kyle Shanahan offense, the way that that runs, that feels like a very significant roadblock to them winning the division over and over again and getting back to the Super Bowl. Quoting Aaron Rodgers, to everyone else, spread love and gratitude, oh you beautiful people. And read a book once in a while, too, while you're at it. Puke. Love and peace. I mean, the eye rolls are just so numerous here. This is a great bed. We've got a, a little, book or two. We've, <laughs> we've got sort of a chant going, a bit of a, I don't know. If Dude, what was in this juice he was taking? Atmosphere like, <laughs> chant, yeah. X? You know, I don't know, I mean, man. What, what, just, was, what was in it? Because his, I... His, his, his teammates are posting, here we go again. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just like enough with this nonsense. I, Not a fan. I've had the green juice before. I, I've gone to Jamba and got some stuff. It's never made me peace did, and love and you, go read some you, books to people. It's like, that tastes pretty. You know what? That's good. Strawberries made that You didn't really start tasty. talking like Bodie and Point Break after you went on your 12-day cleanse? What was wrong with you? I, you also, like, I don't need Aaron Rodgers to like mansplain books to me. It's like, okay, I don't right. need you to tell me to go read. Like I'll be fine. Again, now it's, I'm, I'm going to read less just because of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> there it is. Yes. I woke up this morning and just wanted to spread peace and love and harmony and literature and art. What if he, what if he goes everybody. to like youth pastor route Trav hey, just just yeah. want to tell you that I, I feel like a new man what's going on Trav drank some orange juice <laughs> two days two days in a row I'm feeling like a different guy just you know I'm telling you have you ever had grapefruit juice Yates because a couple of days of grapefruit juice just opens up the universe to you I'm just telling you if you you don't know the meaning of the human experience until you've had some tomato juice with a little bit of lemon squeezed on top, a little bit of salt and pepper. Let me tell you. Some ginger. You, 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 you think that you know how the world works. You don't. 
Have you ever had apple juice mixed with a little cranberry? It'll blow you? your mind. Can I interest you in an NFT while I'm there? <laughs> <laughs> can, can we just stop with this guy, please? Uh, this is a man who grew his hair for a year for a Halloween costume. Stop. Okay? Not, it's, can, it's, this, this is insane. It's a bad just, bit is what it is. It's a very bad it, bit. It's a terrible bit. And he's such a good player. And yet, we, we, how, did, how did we get here? He, because like, let's go way back for a second. Yeah. Remember when Favre was doing his thing, Willie or Woney? Is he going to quit? Right. Is he not going to quit? And he was in and out, in and out. And Rodgers is just sitting there and was the, the quintessential good soldier through the whole thing. Like, I'm, you know, when they tell me it's time to go, I'll go. And then they finally told him it's time to go. And from that moment forward, he was one of the best in the business. How did we get to this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The spiritual guide. You know what I'm saying? The path, the journey that he's taken has been one of, let me tell you something, not as nearly as many championships as y'all want to act like either. Okay. Oh my goodness. You know what I'm saying? I want to act like this dude is Joe Montana out here in the streets. Not the case remotely. So this act is getting tired, obviously, to a lot of his teammates, Ben. Obviously, Matthew Stafford landed on a good team this year in Los yep. Angeles. One for one. One, one for one. for one. Okay, Aaron Rodgers has been on a functional NFL team his entire career. He's one for one. The difference is he's been in the league 15 years, right? That, that he's one for 15 or whatever, whatever the amount of years. That, that it's interesting to me to see how he's dealing with all this in his offseason and, and how he was throwing shade and he wanted this guy out and he, wouldn't, he wasn't coming in, all, all that nonsense. It kind of brought home the fact Rams don't have that. No. The, the Rams don't have a lot of stuff that even the guys that have come from other places who did have stuff other places, they checked it at the door. And, and I don't know who's who, where, where the credit goes. Maybe it's Sean McVay. Maybe it's Les Snead. Maybe it's Aaron Donald. Maybe it's, it's somebody, the leadership of the team. But, you know, Jalen Ramsey, very outspoken guy in Jacksonville, relatively quiet here. Odell hasn't yeah. said two words since he got here. Yeah, I think I think Snead is a part of that. I mean, I, I, I really do. I remember when we talked to him. Uh, it was myself and Kaplan out at training camp, you know, and he's just he's the kind of guy that, you know, as much as I sort of joke about how Sean McVay is kind of an uber control freak and all that, that <laughs> doesn't work unless the other people with you have some idea of how to run things as well outside of that sort of element. And I think I think I think Steve is a guy who's managed to put together a couple rosters and keep some continuity just in the places that he needed it that allowed people to realize there's a culture here. You know what I'm saying? And that's a big part of it. You know, teams have, teams have problems with this. You look at the Raiders. They go to Las Vegas. The whole situation falls apart as soon as Gruden goes away because the culture wasn't what it needed to be. If nothing else, the Rams have done that. Now they've got the Super Bowl win to go with it. It's been a good five years for this program. That's I'm something gonna... we like to do. I'm Sean McVay. <laughs> So be, be multiple in your that that's one of his, my favorite Sean McVayisms. We like oh. to be multiple in our sets. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, sure. Not sure. Right, we we who, do a lot of different things. I get who, it. Right. Who doesn't? <laughs> I, I I like to be multiple when I sit down to do my radio show every day. I got a little multiple. I like Laker, to be multiple with multiple. my burritos too. Yeah, we're multiples yeah. with a burrito in one hand and a sandwich in the other. All right, we got Ask Yates coming up next. Eight seven 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 ten. ESPN, 877-710-3776. Straight ahead on Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. See, we got an open in the whole thing. We're all Look squared away. And we're going to start on Thank the you, phones brother. this time. Let's go to Pasadena. Maybe this is Slee calling in under an alias in Pasadena. <laughs> it's Nick in Pasadena. Nick, you're on Ask Yates. What's up, Nick? 
How's it going? Uh, I called in and asked this one before, but I want Yates' answer. Would you rather fight a gorilla with a sword once oh a year <laughs> or a chicken every time you get in your car? <laughs> this is easily a gorilla with a sword once a year. Um, <laughs> fighting a chicken every time I get in my car. Like, well, who has time? Who has the time? You know, if I got to go to the big encampment in the sky with old Atlanta Zoo gorilla Willie B who was named <laughs> after the airport and of course the late great Harambe I mean, who was for taken Harambe from us who was taken from us <laughs> senselessly in terrible zoo gun violence when he was simply trying to hold a child <laughs> I will gladly take to the ancestral plane with the great gorillas of America <laughs> should I be bested with the sword in said encounter. Well, so he, I, I, the, the, way, the way that Nick asked it, I, it was a little ambiguous. Does the gorilla have the sword and does Clinton have <laughs> right. the sword? I'm presuming I have the sword and the gorilla <laughs> yeah. has no sword. That's the, I was just assuming I was yeah. the sworded, sworded beast there and not the gorilla who got me on a lot of different angles. You know, we match up well against the gorilla. Our 4-6 defensive package is something that we feel gives us a good chance chance to get to home and get to the quarterback i'm sean McVay. i don't fight gorillas i win super bowls at the youngest age no but um a chicken in a car that would be brutal that's every like, day I, I mean think about how many times you get in and out of your car but i tell you what would happen you'd be riding your bike a lot you'd be walking yeah. to the grocery store how pretty regularly get a chicken out of my car you know what i'm saying oh no thank you the no gorilla way. would be multiple if he had the sword that would be uh, a, a little <laughs> upsetting along the way this is from james uh hashtag ask gates clinton can you give us your go-to in and out order in your Sean McVay voice? <laughs> Hold on. Let's go to another one, and then I'll come back to that. <laughs> okay. one. By the way, as as somebody who likes to do voices, I can res- you can't just – it's not a it's hard to, You yeah, can't it's hit hard. the button and expect me it's, to go. You just got to kind of drop it when you're not right. expecting it. That's, uh, that's how that works. All right, this one's from Daniel. It says, when the bar is packed and you want the bartender to remember you – What's the best move to ensure no waiting? Hashtag Ask Yates. Great question. Ah, this is easy. I'm on TV. I just tell him my name. It's pretty simple. I do this all the time. Hey, what's up? I'm Clinton. Are you that guy? Yeah, it's absolutely me. Here's okay. a 50. I don't plan on coming back and waiting in line for the rest of the night. That's and I'm paying the part. for my drinks. Yes. That's you the tip part. heavy. There yes, tip early, tip often. That's a, that's legitimately something I do that I did long before anybody knew who I was. Is that, And I do this a, long, a lot of times that where it's best is in situations where the drink is free. So, yes. like, if you're waiting in line on a free booze situation, when you get up there, bang them with a 20 or a 50 if you know you're going to be there for a while because then they'll tell you, hey, just skip the line. Okay, you've actually given me something that's going to stay in my pocket for the rest of the night. This <laughs> yeah. is going to be an available situation for you should you choose to. That's totally the way to go. That's exactly. You did, you did me a solid. You didn't do the bar aside. <laughs> I have that 50 bucks, and now you right. go to the front of the line. Money, exactly. money is the Also, thing part, that makes part it of being uh, TV's Clinton Yates is that your, t- your face might also be on the TV at the time. Right. Like, <laughs> you need to go to an airport or anything, like around the horn, maybe on any, any moment. I got to tell you something. The last time I was, not the last time, I was in the Bahamas like six weeks ago. I was there doing a story about this home run derby that they do down there along Bobby Bob. If you want to check it out, go to the Undefeated. So we go to the like the bar at the uh, at the resort, and the bartender, the show had just ended, and PTI had just started. And I wasn't on that day, but the guy knew. And he turns and he looks at me, he points to the TV, he looks at me, he points <laughs> to the TV, and I was like, yeah, 
Mojito, please. <laughs> he was like, there you go, Mr. Yates. It was pretty funny. And, and the 50. And then yeah, and it, right. Well, yes, he got the 50. The there was no line, but well. it was fun. Yeah. All right, let's go to another one here. Uh, oh, this kind of comes up what we were just talking about during the last break, uh, Clinton. This is from John, yeah. and John writes, what items do you consistently purchase at Costco? Hashtag Ask Yates. Um, I consistently get big packs of prosciutto. Ooh, I consistently get like, uh, I get like toiletries from Costco. See, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I don't, I don't do a lot of grocery shopping at Costco because I'm not eating that much. You know what I mean? I don't have like a family or kids to be feeding. So like stuff goes bad, but I'll get like, I'll get my lotion. You know what I'm saying? I'll get my, I'll buy 35 razors at a time. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. So that'll last me for the, to, you know, till the next pandemic. Um, you know, a it's closet simply, full of lever two thousand. Sure, it's that. compound. <laughs> but I also buy a lot of like home items, like all my towels, sheets, yeah. covers, comforters, all that. Costco, straight up. The I, correct I, I, answer is yeah, wine. That's the way to go. You, wine is yeah, wine's it's a, good a one. great wine spot. And very quickly before we move to the next, ask Yates. How are we preparing that prosciutto? Take me. I, I, you have my full oh, attention. The if you're buying a lot of prosciutto, setup. are we just eating it like out of the package? Are we? I mean, yes, I, I do doing? eat it out of the package. This is something that sure. I do with some frequency. But I also will add it to a nice. I've got one cooling right now in the fridge. I got a nice Roma tomato and basil setup that I'll drop in a little prosciutto. That'll be a nice snack. You add a little olive oil, not too much. You know what I'm saying? Because the juices of the tomatoes come out and they sort of flavor the basil, and then you get a little prosciutto in there, and it's like a you know, it's like a pizza, but you don't need the the bread and the you know you don't need the pizza you're just getting a little salad I like when i asked nice lee snack. that question his response was unseasoned chicken your answer was much better <laughs> that you have a basil and mozz salad with a little <laughs> prosciutto and tomatoes in here. there yes. that uh that that sounds pretty good i like to, to cook right. so i put things together yep. there you go absolutely yep this is this is working out all right um all this mexican food talk with the chief i have one question <laughs> when you eat mexican food red hot sauce or the green that's from green cayo Verde, for sure. Salsa I don't know verde. why that is. I just like the taste of it better. And also, when it comes to red sauce, hot sauce, I typically don't use that with Mexican. I typically use that with, like, like soul food. You know what I'm saying? Like, a good good catfish. Man, I want some catfish now. Yeah, well, hot, hot sauce is different than salsa. Than pepper sauce. Yeah. Right? Like, like salsa, if we're talking salsa verde, we're talking pico de gallo, or even, like, a, a salsa rojo, those are for... Mexican or or Latin American to, sort of dishes where dishes, yeah. hot sauce is good on everything. Like wh- sure. whatever you're, if you're a Cholula guy or a Louisiana hot or whatever, whatever it is you got, you can put that on a salad and it's fantastic. But true. the the salsas are, are more specific. To salsas are different. That's true. But to that point, when I used Tabasco, I used the green sauce. The oh yeah, that's that's well. Have you tried the chipotle? Not the chipotle. The um the brown habanero. one. No, the chipotle one from Tabasco is just okay. Yes. But the the, the, habanero, the habanero one, one is delicious. Yes, it's, we, it's we enjoy hot, that though too. That I apply one. that liberally. That's oh, don't on you know, a little pizza. Get out of here. That's uh, that's, that's a hard thing to beat. All right, one more here. Let's go to um, Francis in Glendale. When eating a burrito, do you bite a hole in it and pour the salsa in? Or are you an animal and just coat the outside on the first bite? Hashtag ask Yates. You know, we like to run our our salsas (laughs) interior in between the A gap. We open that hole up and then we shoot through. It's something we try to do to get to the second level with our burritos. You know, it's really a way of consumption that we work on a lot. Something that we really instituted in our training camp sessions. The guys really took to it. They make my job easier by making sure that hole's opened up when I'm ready to down a burrito. (laughs) 
I'm Sean McVay. <laughs> I was like, you notice I left you a little room, right? I know. I, I wait. I wait for it just so people just to say, it, like, for the listener at home, like, is he? Oh, wait, it's him. That's that's the pause. I was. I I also thought, and I'm, look, you 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 do you Yates, but I really thought of the back end of that, the in and out order was coming. I, no, I, I didn't see. No, I, I, I was. Try, I was. I got flustered. I was thinking about it. That's why it happened. I was like looking at the in and out menu, just behind the curtain for all you radio fun radio heads here. I was looking at the in and out menu, and then another food question came up, and Uh-oh. so I kind of got my signals mixed. You know, you call two plays in the huddle, and then if you get a read, that's what happened. You know, we didn't really communicate well well there. I was in Matt's ear. We had other coordinators yelling at him little mix up there that's something we're going to clean up out at Irvine in practice we feel good about how it's looking next week going into the next opponent I'm Sean McVay <laughs> there you go all right, all right. Uh, Darbo <laughs> since it's National Margarita Day is Yates a sparsy a spicy marg or a regular marg guy oh yeah you, you just heard what I said I'm yeah. definitely a spicy marg guy it's a jalapeno situation I like a little tayine on my blicky too just to give it a sure. little a little hit you know what I mean? But, yeah, the jalapenos, jalapenos inside of the drink, not just the flavoring. I like and we're the leaving the seeds drink. in, right? With it, see, this, oh, yeah. This is, this, okay. I'm gonna, can, I, can I have a moment to complain about something that I don't like <laughs> when we're talking <laughs> spicy drinks? I like a spicy Please drink, do. too, right? I like jalapenos in the drinks. And if we're going to muddle them, perfect, because then we can sure. really kind of crank it up. But right. don't do that thing where you give me like a ring of a jalapeno or sometimes you'll even give me like a good chunk of it, but you took out all the, um, the, the, the pith and you took out yeah. the seeds. That's where the heat is. That's what I need left in the drink. If you throw away the green part, that's fine. Just leave the heat in. Otherwise, what are we doing with the jalapenos in the first it's place? It's not decoration. It actually has a place Function. in the drink. You know what I'm saying? I need those seeds to give me the heat that I desire to sweat a little bit when I'm sitting out on the beach. It's a little little sizzle on the end of the tongue. All right, I don't need it Watching in Sean McVay, but you said something that kind of set off some alarm bells in my head, and I'm trying to I'm trying to calm myself down here a little bit because this may be the end of our relationship just before we even really got started. Uh-oh. What do you, oh, man, how do I say this without sounding accusatory? Um, what do you mean you had to look at the in and out menu? What are we talking about? Oh, well, Come because on, I man. wanted to make sure. Okay, well, hold on. All right, hold on. That's fair. I wanted to make sure that I was getting the terminology right. I'm, listen, I've lived here for two years. I've been coming out here for about five years. The minute out menu is really only, you know, there's five like three, total there's, things. There's to- but, tops. like, I, 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 okay, so here's the truth. I'm not normally that sober when I'm ordering <laughs> in and out I didn't grow up with in and out in the culture, so I look at the menu just to make okay. sure every single time that I'm not missing something. We're you know gonna what I'm do saying? Little, we're gonna do a little therapy session right here. You're <laughs> in the. I, I'm sober. You're not. Okay, I'm driving the car. We pull up. I roll down the window. The nice young woman that's working at In and Out is standing in the driveway, and she says, "Welcome to In and Out. Can I take your order?" And I say, "Yo, Yates, what do you got?" You say, okay. "What." Okay, so this is where this is. Okay, I'm sorry to ruin your setup, but this explains this a lot. I've never gone to the drive-thru at In-N-Out. I've always walked into the, into the building. And so what I normally do is I look at what other people have, and okay. I say, I want that. You know what I'm saying? Because people get crazy with their orders, and there's secret menus there and all is. sorts of stuff going on that I don't understand. So sometimes, you know, when, um, you know, when, I've, been enjoy- when I've been enjoying the evening – you know, You've been I've been having juices with Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. No, but um, when I've been having juices with Aaron Rodgers, I'm just like, I want that or what that. So I'm not. The bottom line is, is that I have barely passed my in and out prereqs. You know what I'm saying? That's really what this comes down to. So 
I'll do a little studying. All right. I'll go after the show. If you people really want to follow me on IG, it's at Clinton Yates. Look, I'll do a little in and out situation, but I will be. I can't guarantee that I'll be sober, but I'll go later today. I have a doctorate in in and outology. I see. So whatever you need to know, I can walk. I'm like yeah. Indiana Jones when it comes to this thing. Like I can, I can go through the the, the caverns. Find it in the find, craziest I, I, climates. Yeah, I got you covered. Forty two year anniversary of arguably the greatest sports call of all time. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Here's a new one. I, uh, I didn't think we'd have a party bus freeway chase going on today. I've seen trucks and cars and all sorts of, but the, uh, the top dog limo bus, I think is what it says. That's, uh, they're is this, the is cops. This an- is this an animal-related business, or that just Top Dog is just the name of the thing? They're like, they're the top dogs. They 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 run oh, the, okay. the limo bus. Listen, man. <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. I was in the dispensary the other day, and they got CBD treats for dogs. So you never know. Somebody might be trying to drive their dogs around in a limo with other people with their dogs too. All right. There's with a lot of things mind, people do for their their animals. We need to uh, get sleep. Rookie needs to get some CBD uh, <laughs> treats. That dog practically tearing down Alan's door halfway through the show every time. We need to uh, we need to even that. I might guy gift out a him bit. some. I might I might gift him some when he, when he comes back. <laughs> ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Let's go to Pico Rivera and Michael. Michael, you're on with Travis and Clinton. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, not a funny show today. Uh, I just, Thank you. I wanted to qu- I wanted to ask Travis about about the In-N-Out menu. You said you have a doctorate. Yes. <laughs> knowing the In-N-Out menu. What do you need? <laughs> Actually, I have a question. <laughs> then, do you know about cold cheese? Do I know about what? <laughs> 
cold cheese. No, educate me. <laughs> I used to work at In-N-Out in Downey, so I, it's like another secret menu item. Uh, uh, that's, so this is my In-N-Out burger. It's a double-double animal style, no spread. I'm not a big fan of the spread. With, okay. Um, extra pickles and cold cheese. It's not necessarily cold. They just don't melt it on the patty, so they put it on the bottom of the burger under the veggies so it stays solid. Interesting. It has like a, it, it's a different texture and it's a different taste because of like the way the layering is on the burger. Yeah, but see, here's the problem with this, Michael, and you can appreciate this as a former In-N-Out employee. One of the great treats of In-N-Out is when they wrap it in the little wax paper and then you unwrap the burger like a little present when you get home. Because the cheese has melted the way that it has, there's always that little nugget of cheese at the bottom of the paper that you get to bite off first. With with cold cheese, I don't get to experience that, right? No, I, no, I totally understand that. <laughs> it's just when I first heard about it when I was working there, um, it sounded very interesting. And so I tried it for the first time on break one day, and I, I never went back. <laughs> I, That's I great. It, thank thank you for the call, Michael. Cheese, Appreciate yeah. that. Cold cheese it is. So, Clinton, you a cold cheese guy, or you want your, your cheese melted on the burger? I'll try both. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm getting attacked on here because of these in-and-out situations. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not going to – you know, like – I like In and Out. We'll leave it at that. I don't have to love In and Out. I like You haven't convinced me yet. I like In and Out. I don't have to love In and Out. I go to In and Out when I'm drunk. That's what happens. You know what you are. What's You're, that? You are a Laker fan with LeBron. Fine, he's good. Fine. Yeah. He, he yeah, 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 yo, yo. That's exactly <laughs> where I'm at. Fine. There's a line yeah, outside it's, every it's, single time. It's There's good. 300 of them within a 10-foot radius, and they all seem to be packed at all times. Sorry, I'm not eating there all the time. I don't have that kind of time to wait for anything. Never mind double-doubles animal style. <laughs> well, see, double-double animal style is, is great, but I would also recommend, because you like it spice, let's put a little chopped chilies in there. See, that's oh, another I didn't know that was a thing. Okay. See? All right. See? So yeah. I'm telling right. you. I should have gone to the doctor. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the doctor, of course, have been in and out. This is, see, this is why they call medicine a practice, that Michael brought me a piece of information I didn't have, <laughs> but now that I do, I can add it to my repertoire when we talk about these things. Let's try L.A. and Alberto. Alberto, you're on with uh, Travis and Clinton. What's up? Oh, my God. Uh, Travis. Yes. So... I used to work for In-N-Out Burger for 15 years. Okay. And uh, you say you're a connoisseur about, uh, you know, with In-N-Out Burger. So do you talk about animal fries and light fries? Do you know what light fries are, well-done fries? I do. I do. Uh, and um, I don't, there's a lot the, of other stuff. The animal there, fries for me, Albert, no, they have the whole secret menu. And you're – look – I don't have the institutional knowledge of a 15-year employee like Alberto. I'm sure there's some <laughs> right. things. I mean, doctor is one thing. Right. Yeah. He, 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 he's like, uh, I, I don't know, whoever wrote that yeah, anatomy he, book, the Grey's sure. Anatomy. Whatever. He wrote the textbooks, right. Right. Um, animal fry, a little, little aggressive for me. I don't need all of the stuff on my fries, too. I'm okay with just uh, some, some straight-up fries along the way. All right. Let's, uh, as much as I don't want to, let's put it out to the side for, for just a second. Uh, 42 years ago. This happened in Lake Placid, New York. All right, so that, of course, is Al Michaels, uh, yeah. 1980 Olympics. Team USA beats the Soviets in the uh, the semifinal game. A lot of people think that that was the gold medal game. It was not. They beat it Finland was, in the gold medal game, yeah. That's right. Um, 
Put the game itself aside, as exciting as it was, but that call in that moment that still 42 years later, people still say, do you believe in miracles whenever an upset happens to have that come out of your mouth in the moment is such an extraordinary accomplishment because that could, that, could that could be done wrong so many different ways. They named the movie about the moment Miracle. <laughs> right. Like, it doesn't get much more iconic than that. And that movie rocks, by the way. It's great. You know what I'm saying? And it's a whole premise that led to, honestly, kind of an, a very interesting canonization of that team you know, based on that call. You know what I'm saying? That a lot of people thought was, I'm not going to say overplayed, but like, you know, that that team became a bigger deal because of the call, I think, than they ever would have been in pop culture, which is cool. Personally, I go to my friend Mike Breen. I know that this is a kind of a recency bias thing, but he's just been there for so many big moments. His bang is just great. We've got one here from him calling a Kobe game winner. It's fantastic. Let's hear that, Taylor. <laughs> like I need, to, I need, I need Mike Breen to follow me around. So when I do, like when I when I hit my when I hit my in and out order, <laughs> you know, what I mean? yeah. bang, you know, that's double that's double animal need. style chopped chilies, <laughs> yeah. bang. Exactly. And the other one, of course, of course, is also from Mike Breen. Another big moment, big game, but of course includes our close personal friend who we've been discussing all day. Taylor, let's hit it. The best part about that. Go ahead. Yeah, I just you know how you know it's good. I'm not looking at the I could see everything that was happening. Yeah, that's how you know that I don't need to see it. I know exactly what's happening as you're listening to him call it. And there's the other part, too, where Breen, consummate professional, you sometimes you'll get the call, you'll get the full reacts, but he, like, play it again. He just goes, oh, like, he can't believe what he just saw. And he's blocked by, you know, he's like, fine. he's like, oh, wait, I got to say something. Like, he's just <laughs> watching the game, and the reacts is short, it's quick, and then he gets into it. Let's hit it again. I meant, there we go. Okay, that's Buckhands. Let's go back to Breen quickly. Steve Buckhands in D.C. Let's go back to Breen quickly on the block by James. You can hear that little, oh, it's my favorite part of the whole call, even though he says block by James. <laughs> oh! <laughs> like, he's like, oh, what, what just happened? Like, you know, that's great. I love well, that. that's what makes those calls, so because there, there are two, there, there are kind of a couple of different ways to do this. One is I'm going to think about what it is I'm going to say if something happens. Yep. And it comes out clunky more often than not. Then there's the reaction to what just happened. The and the Breen one is a perfect example. Just oh, blocked by, <laughs> and then, and then you describe what it is. And then there is one of one when you can speak poetically off the top of your head in a moment that is just peaking and crazy and nuts, and you're able to put together a couple of lines of poetry like Vince Scully. <laughs> Ooh, bars, as the kids say. You, know? <laughs> you could sit around for months writing your script, devising the plot, and the big home run happens, and you're not writing a better line than that, and that man hit it in the moment off the top of his head. In the year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. It is just the line. perfect line in the perfect spot. Great line. Love to see it. Shouts to Vince Gully, man. Unbelievable. I've heard Al Michaels tell the story about the Do You Believe in Miracles? And as the game was getting closer and closer to its conclusion, he started thinking, okay, what what am I going to say? What's he going to do? Right, right. What am I going to do? I have to have something to say if they, in fact, you know, pull off. And he was thinking, I've heard him tell the story that 
you know, I'm, I keep thinking of the word miraculous, miraculous. Like that was the word that was knocking around in his head. And then he says, right. when it finally, it just came out, do you believe in miracles? And that's the genius of Al Michaels too, right? That just, I'm not going to script it, but I'm going to kind of think about what's coming up down the road and then just let oh. it rip and you nail it like that. Did they get our guy yet? Nobody just crashed in the back of somebody and sent that person flying, and it was looking like he did it on purpose. That was weird. Anyway, uh oh, this yeah, this the uh, oh, this is not looking good. Yikes! Yeah, that's uh oh my goodness. Sorry, that yeah, was my that was like that was my Mike Breen like reaction. <laughs> bang! Right, <laughs> it's like a big time bang right there. Wow. All right. Have you ever done play by play? Have you ever tried to do that? I know that you've uh, college, done a lot of different I things. A, I was a color guy. I did play by play for a couple soccer games. Once uh, for the women's soccer team, and my goal call was, that's a goal. That's what I was. <laughs> How'd you come there, up with that? A, because I, I'll tell you, there's a guy. <laughs> no, no, listen. Because there's a guy in DC who calls DC United games, and his goal call was, it's in the net. You know, Dave Johnson, and it was a really funny, basic thing. And I thought, well, let me try to find a way to use that. That's a goal. <laughs> I hope you didn't that's, say that's it like that. That's a no. Goal. That's why it was funny. It was like, oh, that's a, that's a goal. Like they in scored. case you weren't paying attention, that was you definitely got, a goal. You know? What did you say, Emily? Fake sport. I said they scored. Oh, they yeah. scored. I thought she said fake sport. I'm like, wow, Emily coming in hot on the soccer hatred. That wow. was that was out of unexpected. But uh, no, no, I heard it wrong. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee. Clinton's in for Slee. Seven ten. ESPN. So how about this, Clinton, that uh, ESPN and ABC are going to schedule a doubleheader next season for Monday Night Football. They're going to have one week where they're going to have two Monday Night games that are going to essentially run concurrently. One's going to start about a half hour or an hour or so after the first one, so the majority of the games will be played simultaneously. you up for a a, a quasi-doubleheader on Monday nights? A quasi is the problem there. I would be up for a doubleheader. I don't need a quasi-doubleheader. I I would like to – I mean – they did this a couple years ago. They started the season that way. I'm never really sure that I understood why they didn't do more of it that way. I think it's probably just sort of a – it's kind of a production hurdle, to be quite honest, to put on two games on the same day right after one another. But I think this leads me to another discussion quickly that I think the time slot being misused the most in the NFL circle is the 10 a.m. Sunday slot. You know, the, the, the London – The 10 a.m. East Coast, excuse me. The London game gave us that slot. And it was like, okay, cool. The game's in London. The coolest part was that the game was 10 o'clock in the morning on the East Coast as part of a triple header. Make that a weekly game, and you could consider it a national game. Why not? You know what I mean? And, like, also, that I think that that would also be helpful for some of these stadiums where, like, people get out of hand. Have yourself a family game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get up, and it's not maniac drunks who've been out there since 6 a.m. And, you know getting after it like just have an environment that's a little bit more family friendly i'd love to see the 10 a.m eastern sunday slot become a regular football slot for the nfl here here's what i think is going to happen and it's it's already happening it's just happening slowly so you almost don't even recognize that it's taking place they're going to play football every day this is how this is going to go that that when we saw emily refresh my memory here did the the rams and the seahawks played was it a tuesday or wednesday night it was it was a they played on a a, tuesday it it was a tuesday so it was because of the covid situation that the team started losing guys and they decided okay we're going to push it back we saw last year they did some wednesday football in the middle this is how that before it was sunday night sunday football 
and Monday Night Football. And when Monday Night Football in the early 70s came, everyone was like, ah, it's now people aren't going to watch it. They did. And now we've got Thursday night games. We've got all Sunday. We've got a Sunday night game. We've had Thursday all season long. We're going to have a second Monday night game periodically. You're going to see this push further and further out. They're going to they're going to throw a random Friday night game in there. They're going to throw a random Tuesday night game in there. You're going to have yeah. NFL football on almost every night of the week eventually. I don't need that, man. I, I, I think what one of the things the NFL does right is that they keep their games in a certain place and they keep everything else everywhere else. The caveat to my Sunday morning slot time slot is I'd get rid of Thursday night football. I think that there's something to be said for the fact that rest, relaxation, travel, those Thursday night games are bad for a reason. Like there's a real football reason to get rid of those. And if you play earlier on Sunday, it could open up in that. Again, it's a singular time slot, but it's just at a different time. I don't disagree with your assessment of the football. The problem is it rates. People watch yeah. it. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and you, you work in the TV business. You know how this goes. If people watch it, we're going to give you more of it. And, yeah. and the NFL has discovered there may not be a saturation point for NFL football, that the NFL season is its thing. The combine is a thing. The draft is a thing. More games are a thing. They're going to keep pushing this more and more. We're going to, I really do think we're going to get it on just about every single day of the week. It is not only National Margarita Day, which we've talked about. It is also National California Day. I'm not quite sure what that means, Yates. Do I go to In-N-Out and sit in traffic, or uh, how does that go? All right, so Clinton uh, dropped off there for a second. But National California Day, like what are the most quintessential things? We're going to get our In-N-Out burger. We're going to sit in traffic. Uh, do we go to the beach? I mean, that, that, that's kind of a, a Southern Cal yeah, thing. But I, like if you live in Fresno, you can't do that. Like what, what are we, Fresno's a part of California. If you live up in uh, Eureka. You need avocados. Oh, yeah, that's, not, that's, okay. a, that's a good one. That's good. Some green juices. Do stuff with with Aaron Rodgers. Do the same green juice <laughs> Juice cleanse. Talk with everything ending in a question mark. So like <laughs> California. No, that, not bad. Not bad uh, at all. Make small talk via the uh, highways. There it is. Get there it is. And also – Obsess over car chases, which I also kind of just got into. It was actually kind of cool to watch that. It's a car chase on National California Day, but you're right, Emily, that the quickest way to keep my attention, if we're just making small talk, right? You know what Californians never small talk about, which is a a normal uh, topic with just about everybody, is the weather, right? There's no topic. It's nice here It's always the same. It's always the same. But if you tell me, hey – you know, I got to be in Santa Monica at three o'clock. I am all ears. Like, oh, how how are you going to get there? Are you going to take the ten? Are you going to go? Are you going to take Lincoln up from the airport? Are you going to swing back around? Like the whole idea of how you're going to get there is something that is uh, incredibly interesting to me. Uh, all right, next one here. Uh, Van Jefferson named his son that was born on Super Bowl Sunday, Champ. And why wouldn't you name your son Champ? If you're a Van Jefferson, you just won the Super Bowl, you have a, a bouncing baby boy in the hospital, why not? Because, A, Champ is an awesome name, and you've got a story to tell the rest of your life. Oh, Champ, that's kind of – you talk about the cocktail party conversation, right? Hey, nice to meet you. My name's Champ Jefferson. Ah, really? Champ, huh? why? Where does that come from? Ah, well, since you asked, you know, my, my dad was a starting wide receiver in Super Bowl 56 for the Los Angeles Rams, Van Jefferson. Uh, you ever heard of him? And then all of a sudden, you've got an unbelievable conversation starter. I, I, the question that I have is, what do you do? Like, what are the process? Maybe if there's a lawyer out there or some sort of uh, government clerk that can point me in the right direction here. What are the procedures that are in place for me to change the names of my own children? Because I would like to change one of the names to Champ. I think that Champ Rogers kind of rolls off the tongue. For what about me. Dodger Roger? 
Uh, not, no, don't love that. But see, I, it's like I'm going to bring Michael in here. I'm going to say, hey, Mike, sit, sit down for a second. Um, we've been going with Mike for about 16 years, and it works. It, it fits you, and I know that you're friends. But thinking we're going with Champ from this day forward, <laughs> is, that, is that something we could do, Emily? Can I just rename my kid on the fly? Is that all right? I th- so he's not. he's under 18, right? He oh, is. Okay, yeah. You can definitely do it. I think you could definitely do it. I think and you just got to go to the DMV yourself. Take him there. Say, "Hey, sorry, he's a he's a minor still, so we're going to we're going to make sure all this happens." So Is that where you do this these sorts of things? The yes, DMV, you, the place to, to you, change your name? You can name change to the DMV. Uh, a lot of women have to do that after they get married things like that. So, yeah, you, you go to the DMV. It's a it's a great place to be on on a, any day. Drew Barrymore turns 47 years old today. She's been famous since she was what, 5? Give her that when when she was in ET, she couldn't have been more than five or seven years old, and she's been in movies and TV shows pretty much ever since. So happy birthday to Drew! Never Barrymore. been kissed, a great romantic comedy. Is that the Sandler one? Uh, no, that's the that's the one where uh, she is just a girl that's never been kissed. She like is an infiltrating the high school, and it's kind of a little creepy now that I'm talking about it. But it's is kind that of like, the one where she's the reporter and poses yes. as a high? Okay, I it's have like Twenty One Jump Street, bad. but about like romance and uh, less about you know just. Dumb yeah, that, boy that stuff. that's one of those movies that if we tried to redo that movie now, it feels like maybe gets uh, gets canceled for a variety yeah, of different maybe. reasons. <laughs> it's different rules. Logan Paul and Arnold Schwarzenegger, Emily, you're gonna have to walk me through this one. They're gonna host a slap fighting contest in Ohio. What is that gonna entail exactly? Yeah. So what I briefly saw in this article that I sent before I said to you guys. So uh, slap fighting is something that's bigger in like eastern european countries so it's kind of like a thing that's coming over here but essentially they just two people just sit down across from each other and try to slap each other as hard as they can until someone they cannot continue on and so essentially they're going to try to do a slap fighting competition in ohio uh and Arnold schwarzenegger is a part of it logan paul obviously our favorite person's a part of it uh yeah so i yeah I get the Logan Paul of it all. Like that okay. I, and by the way, those guys make money and they get eyeballs, so good for them. I, I I get it. Not my thing, but what a Arnold Schwarzenegger's a movie star. What is he doing? A former governor. I mean even even more impressive. Movie star, former governor, Mr. Universe, Mr. Olympia, whatever. It's like this seems this seems like a very Maybe bad he needs idea. money. Maybe we should be concerned about Arnold Schwarzenegger now. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't think so. I don't think so. So I think I figured it out. I think I know why uh Yates pulled the plug about five minutes early. I think he's getting ready for his Sean McVay press conference that we're going to do tomorrow. He's 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 a Yates works method. Like he just can't show up and do the voice. He needs to get into character. He's probably growing a beard. He's probably spiking up his hair. He's probably thinking about the phrases that he wants to use in the conversation. So we got that coming up for you tomorrow as well. Yates is back. We start right after Keyshawn in the morning. We got you covered on all of your Lakers stuff we're going to do tomorrow. And maybe Aaron Rodgers will have more juice and tell us to go read more books because he is the smartest guy in every single room that he's ever walked into in his entire life. Just ask him. Mason in Ireland is next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.